Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you! Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. Greetings, and welcome to another edition of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve, and returning this week is Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Steve. What's going on? Not too much. Fix that hole in your floor? (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, like I said last time, there's no longer a hole in the floor. Okay. But there's not much else. It's just an empty bathroom right now. It's not even a bathroom, really. It's progress. Yes. I guess you could call it progress. You could, although a, a savvy listener may realize I haven't actually made any progress since last time. Are you planning on working on it um, tomorrow, hopefully? Okay. I was busy last weekend, so... Right. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It'll be all right. Cool. Awesome. All right. So I th- we're just going to get right into it today. Let's um, do it. Let's do it. So we'll go over the results from episodes from the past. We have our Who Would Win Iron Chef America episode, which is my opinion one of our, our my favorite episodes that we've done. I liked it. I, I liked had a really good time. I had a really good time on that one. Maybe we can find a way to do it again, maybe change it up a little bit, maybe have different chefs, different ingredients. I think it's that possible. Sounds great. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so if you uh, folks voted on Twitter, um, the results are 60% for Bob Belcher and 40% for Carl Casper. Wow. So you took the win on that one. I did. With I... your with your burger everything approach, but hey, it works. No, you did have tomato soup. Tomato soup. Tomato yeah. soup. And then what was your dessert again? It was a churro dipped in tomato sauce. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, uh, it works. One of, our fan, one of our fans pointed out, I don't know if we mentioned this or not, that he also makes, uh, was it falafel? Not falafels. Paella. Paella. Yeah, we, we talked about it last oh, week. Oh, we did? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Awesome. Yeah, so that episode, uh, if you have not listened to it, go check it out. Like I said, it's one of my favorite episodes personally. Um, and if you're a new listener and you haven't listened to any of our old episodes, please go back and do it. We've done Game of Thrones-themed episodes, some serial-themed episodes. Um, wow, I'm trying to remember. We've done so many. So I mean, not a lot so far, but... I don't remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, versus the Power Rangers. Um, President Marshall versus President Whitmore for Independence Day. The pilot episode. The pilot episode, that's right. And last week, in honor of Lost having its 12th birthday and survivor coming back on we did which lost character would win a season of survivor what'd you think of the season premiere uh survivor um it was pretty cool yeah Some new, uh, first evacuation yep um actually i do i'm i have some issues sometimes with how they do their teams okay like when they make it like a theme like when they do like blue collar versus white collar or right. in this case millennials versus gen, gen x. x i feel like they purposely pick people who match that stereotype yes exactly stereotype is the right word even though that might not necessarily be true right because like for gen x no no for millennials they have like a gamer they have the kid who's like i just want to do whatever i want to yeah, do they're really trying to portray them as like as a representative of that age range yeah. i guess you'd call it 
And I don't know if that's... I don't think that's fair. Because we're both in that age range, right? And yeah, we're both millennials, I'm, I mean, and I'm... You and I are both hard workers, and yeah, we're not like, I'm, oh, it's just going to be served to us on a platter. Exactly. But, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Okay. It was a cool challenge, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. So... Uh, as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. And you can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. So, uh, Chris, what are we talking about today? We have an election theme today. We do have an election-themed episode today. The, the presidential debate, the first one, is going to be tonight. Um, Hillary Clinton going up against Donald Trump. Those are the two candidates, that's the, correct, yes. That is, if you're listening in overseas, I'm sure you've been up to date with... At least one of those people. ...with the election that we're having here in, this year in the United States. And uh, so we thought, you know, we're not going to portray our own political views and have our own, you know, who we, we think should or would win, whatever. So we're going to change it up a little bit and make it a little more fun, kind of like what we've been doing on this show. So what are, what are we going to do? We uh, wrote down some names of... Fictional character. They're all fictional, right? All fictional characters. Um, we did it together with some input of people that may or may not have be good presidential candidates. So we're gonna pick it out of a hat, randomly choose it, and randomly choose. So we're gonna have, we're just gonna pull them out, and that's gonna be the president. And we're gonna have to argue their, run their campaign, run their campaign, and ran, run their platform based on who that character is. Yes. So what are the rules that we established for this? Uh, well, for one, we said if they died in their respective franchises or whatever that would be unfair to count against them because obviously you wouldn't elect a dead person <laughs> i hope i don't know you never, you never know. know you never know i mean if you get an r or a d next to their name they maybe if you i mean a write-in you never know i'm just saying some people might just look at their party and not worry about if they're alive or dead right um what else did we decide? So anything in their in their history is fair game. So yeah, um, anything that's happened in the fictional history of their character we, is fair game. We will uh, ignore uh, current constitutional law that makes the president need to be, what is it, 35? 35. So age will not be a factor. Correct. And country of birth will not be a factor. Correct. So if someone pulled up Sherlock Holmes, you can't say, oh, I wasn't born in America, can't be president. You yep. cannot argue that, that fact. That is an unfair... So. Yeah. You must argue on their merit, personal characteristics, stuff like that. Exactly. Can I have a quick sidebar? Um, sure. We were we brought up this with saying the first debate is tonight. Mm -hmm. What are your feelings on including uh, other candidates, like third-party candidates, in these debates? So I actually, I was thinking the other day, and I came up with a, I think, makes sense approach. Okay? okay. So in the United States, you have to be polling at, is it 13%? I thought it was 15 but I could totally be, I could oh, be wrong. It's something along those lines. It's right, it's right around there. Uh, and currently, Gary Johnson, the Libertarian candidate, and Jill Stein, the Green Party candidate, are currently not polling at those numbers. What I personally believe is that if a candidate is on the ballot in all 50 states, they should be allowed to debate. That seems like a good idea. So I, th I think it's fair. Is if it, they're on the ballot, because you're not automatically on the ballot. You have to apply for all of them. How hard is it to be on the ballot? Like, could that be abused? Could, like, just a rich person who wants to be on TV in every, get it, on the it, ballot? I mean, it's going to take a lot of time, because you have to apply, I believe, and do the and paperwork for every single some state. Some require, like, a certain amount of signatures, too. Is that possible? It might be. But I know that Gary Johnson does have all 50 states. Okay. And he's gonna, so his name's going to be on the ballot in every state. I don't know if Jill Stein is or not. Me neither. Um, so I just think, to me, that kind of makes sense. Like, if you're going to be on the ballot in every state and 
people from every state's going to be watching the debate. I just feel like, to me, it makes sense that's, that, that you should. That seems fair to me. That you know? seems fair. I think that's the fairest way, saying, hey, like, if you really want to be on the debate, go through the work to get on every ballot in every state. Yeah. That's that, just my thought. That shouldn't be an easy task. Because I, I think I the, the 15% is kind of high, personally, especially if you're a third-party candidate. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could argue, like, someone they don't have a chance to win, right. but maybe that's because they also don't get any of the publicity. I think it'd be nice to see some other views in the debate, personally. Yeah. Even if they might ne- not necessarily have a good shot at winning. Right. Well, we could include that into this episode. We could do our fights, and at the <laughs> very end, we'll just throw in a third party and see what we oh, think right. they what, Sounds what, what good. we think they would do. All right. Okay. Um, want to just want to start? Want to pick our people? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, now we're not going to rig the election or anything. Going up front. No, we just we just randomly are going to pick. That's right. All right. You want to pick mine for me? Sure. So I'll, I'll pick yours, and I'll pick yours. All right. All right. So I have Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. And I have chosen Katniss Everdeen All right. of the Hunger Games. So a little little difference here going on. I would say very. Different. Would you want to choose their vice presidential candidates also and include that on the platform because their experience might also. Oh, like pick another person. Yeah, pick another person. Let's do it. All right, let's go. Go for it. Sorry, it's we're, hard to get them apart. Picking. All right, so I also have Daenerys Targaryen. Oh, that is a strong ticket. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's... It's all right. Aragorn, Aragorn, Daenerys 2016. And you have Katniss Everdeen and Harry Potter. Ooh, Ooh, So he's the VP, and Katniss Everdeen is your main candidate. Well, all right. She is a woman. All right, so is that... So what do you think? All right. It's hard to just think off this, you know, just go right away. So... I did say she's a woman. Whether you like it or not, that is probably a factor in our current election. For some reason, there are a good amount of women who think you should just vote for a woman, so we have a woman president. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's right, but hey, Katniss, first woman president. Okay. Uh, Aragorn, he he's a war vet, so he's going to be able to attract the that population he has great respect for people who have fought in war he has fought in war himself he's fought in numerous wars and he's also a king so he has great experience (laughs) being a leader considering he rules a kingdom you do have king on your resume that's kind of unfair yeah i mean and daenerys also kind of rules well daenerys daenerys i think would be a very very good vp like if we were talking about game of thrones now right now i think she'd still be a good vp she might not be a good vp because she's always going to be plotting like more power. She's not going to be happy with VP. She's going to want to be. So you think she's going to try to kill Aragorn? I think she might try to assassinate Aragorn. Maybe blame it on her enemies. I don't know. That's a risk. Harry Potter wouldn't do it. Harry Potter's a good guy. He saved like How, saved what the he world. To, what would he add to the ticket? Well, first of all, he's a he's a magician. He's a wizard. Okay. It's like he can do magic. Okay. That'd be awesome. <laughs> would he do that on stage? Like at the I uh, hope so. At the rallies. I hope so. He'd he would be... just pull things out of a hat and but, no he wouldn't do those types of magic tricks. well you he said would... magic you said magician I meant to say wizard okay I apologize that's fine that's probably very <laughs> offensive to wizards <laughs> he would be like riding a dragon to a campaign events so would so would Daenerys she would be riding three dragons to campaign oh, events good call which they might breathe fire on your supporters <laughs> because she's like that so we'd have to calm her down and her dragons to say hey don't you, attack she's a she's a liability don't attack uh everdeen potter 2016 yeah i don't know if the the culture of the game of thrones world is like would mesh well with our current culture like they're very 
I think I think very you're, direct. So American culture and Westeros culture are yeah. quite different. Quite different. But I think our political uh, <laughs> systems are very similar <laughs> to some extent. Maybe. Yes. Um, anyway, back to Harry Potter's magic. So, in addition to riding dragons, mm-hmm. he can uh, he can make potions. Okay. That do things like give you luck. Okay. That could help. Would, us. Is that would that be on their platform? Would they say Harry Potter and Katniss Everdeen would provide you with lucky potions? If no, collected? I think it's really hard to make that potion. They'd probably just use it for themselves to, to help them win. Yeah. Ooh. Is okay. that is that cheating? I don't think it's. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Because in the movie, in the books, it is considered cheating because Hermione got really mad when Harry gave it to Ron for a Quidditch game, but he really didn't give it to Ron. Placebo. Right. Exactly. So. But Harry did use it, but it wasn't for gaining anything, any kind of personal gain. So what are you supposed to use that potion for? It's just for? supposed to be like a lucky day kind of thing. That is an extremely powerful potion to let children make and tell them, oh, just, I think know, it's a hard potion to make. Because they think, never made it. Slug I think it was it. really hard to make, you're right. Yeah. So maybe Harry can't make it. He wasn't I'm sure good he at. can. Maybe Neville can't. Or no, Neville well, doesn't do potions. Now that you've brought up an ethics issue about it, like, I'm not going to run an unethical campaign with <laughs> Harry Potter and Katniss Everdeen. Like, they're, like, the pure of heart for the people candidates. I think Katniss is for the people, but she's also a liability because she's psychotic. She's always uh, going to she's she's always gonna be having breakdowns. That was just... No. Like, all, like is, is her mental health ready to she, have such a... Well, look at what she's already job. been through. She's been through, like, some of the hardest things a person could go through, like... Watching people die, watching her sister die, right. friends die. Right. She came through it in the end. She she persevered. Like, and then she also killed another foreign leader. If she, how can you trust her to run your country and meet with foreign leaders if she kills foreign leaders herself? That had to be done because she was. There was a lot of corruption. She's anti-corruption. So I guess we should. I'll give a little background in case you haven't seen Hunger Games, which is like a teenager movie but we've both seen it i actually only saw the first one i read the books though i read the books i've seen the first two i didn't see the i hated hot mockingjay the book so i just refused to see the movie yeah so this is going to be a spoiler for basically the end of hunger Games. so if you don't want to hear it don't listen but it ends with katniss kind of uh going crazy with the no there's no craziness involved she's she's leading this this like anti-government rebellion against like the oppressive government and they capture the president of the oppressive government and did they even have a trial or do they just decide to kill him no Katniss just kills her what no no it the, uh, oh it's snow they they got snow oh, and they're supposed to be killing him and like because that they're this kind of society did like, she Let's kill let both this girl snow and coin no she's gonna she makes it like she's gonna shoot snow and she kills coin but she shoots the other yeah. she shoots their acting like leader, leader instead right. exactly you can't trust her you can't trust her you can trust her to do the right thing because the that's person the she right, killed that's not the right thing to do it was it was the only way to stop exactly what happened before from happening again like I'm sure a lot of American people don't like Vladimir Putin but you wouldn't see a president go up and just kill him. All right, here's the parallel. It would be if... Uh, this isn't a great analogy, but I'm <laughs> going to just go for it. Somehow Russia takes over the United States. We don't have a lot of Russian listeners, do we? I don't think we have any Well, this Russian is going to be very un-American. That's why I'm worried. Okay. Because it'd, be like, it'd be like Russia taking over, and somehow Russia is seen as like a good guy in this scenario. And would this be the scenario? I don't know. Anyway... 
Vladimir Putin's about to be in charge of everybody, uh-huh. but then somebody finds out he's actually more corrupt than anyone. He's actually a horrible, evil person, but he's about to become the most powerful person in the world, and you have a chance to stop him, and you can your only chance is to shoot him with a bow and arrow. But then you're being just as bad as he is. Are you? That's an unfair argument. You're not being just as bad. You, you're killing a bad guy. Yeah, but that's the whole point of like the American way. It's supposed to be like truth, justice, and you know? That's not the American way. I mean, it's supposed to be, but it's not the American way. <laughs> I, I think people would be willing to like you it's a uh, it's a tough situation it's a it's a it's a tough moral situation but there wasn't really any better options I think she did what she had to do well alright let's look at Harry Potter then too let's so, go back to Vice VP yeah. HP so he he's been going to be having all these like scar pains too why why Voldemort is dead well did you read Cursed Child oh no I didn't uh, oh <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Um, no, no, I don't. No, I, I don't. I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But still his, having scar pains. He he might still have scar pains. Oh no! I hope I didn't just spoil. Well, I'm sure for you. I'm sure there's some like he could maybe take a low dose like uh, Tylenol regimen, <laughs> manage that pain, put a little uh, what's that head on? Apply directly to the forehead. I don't apply directly to the forehead. Head yeah, on. that's it. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to say anything else for that argument. I'm sure your people have some injuries, too, that might have, like, long-lasting physical effects. This actually sounds like a real U.S. election right now, because we're talking about the health of our candidates and how that affects their ability to be an effective leader or not. Do you think that's a fair topic to discuss? To an extent. I would agree, to an extent. I I just want to make sure that they're fine. Yes. I was actually reading an article yesterday talking... Did you ever watch The West Wing? Yeah. Um, Talking about how, like, Jed Bartlett in The West Wing, he had multiple sclerosis, I think it was... Was, or, was he the president in West Wing? Yeah. Okay. Um, I forget if he had multiple scrolls. He had something. I can't remember. But anyway, and he didn't tell anybody. Only his wife and doctor knew. Um, and then it came out, and everybody was freaking out the pre- that the president didn't tell the people when he was running that he had this oh. disease or anything. So they were comparing it to today's presidential climate and how it's all about like the health records, and you're releasing them so the people know how healthy you are and how you're like the healthiest person to ever <laughs> run for president or something. That would be quite an, quite an endorsement if you were the healthiest person to ever run for president. I know. I mean, Aragorn, he's he's perfect. He's a perfect leader, natural born leader. He he helps the hobbits I, get through. Uh, I can't argue with that. He does have some flaws, though. Go right ahead. Well, initially he kind of rejected his kingness. Okay. He's like, I don't want to be king. I'm not a good king. I'm just gonna live in the woods. But so did George Washington, who was our best president. George Washington did that too. He really didn't want to be president because he wanted to retire. He wanted to live on his farm and just do his thing in Virginia. And they said, Georgie, we really need you, pal. We really need you. And he goes, okay, for my country, I will do what is necessary. For and it is a lot like Aragorn. I actually think Aragorn would be a good president. I think Daenerys is, is your risk. I think she's plotting an overthrow. She, she has crazy dragons. Talk about mental issues. Daenerys has some issues herself. Go right ahead. Well... For one, she kind of has what I would say maybe delusions of grandeur. Okay. She, like, thinks she's rightfully ruler of the whole world. But she... She might start a lot of conflict. But this is the thing. So she, unless, like, her father had been a previous president in our crazy scenario, she doesn't ha- She's not entitled to the presidency. She would might think she is, though. Right. But except in, like, the Westeros world, she does have some kind of a claim to the throne because of what had happened before. There's nothing in American... That's because we don't have kings and queens here... There's nothing that makes you entitled to the presidency. It's up for anybody's game. So if Aragorn gets it, he's the rightful heir. Or the rightful the rightful <laughs> candidate. 
I just think with her personality, I she, I, I can I can see that argument. Me. I can see that argument. But I think, you know what? They're they're a powerhouse right there. You see Aragorn Targaryen twenty sixteen. What's Aragorn's last name? Um, I have no idea. Gondor. I just know it's Aragorn, son of Arathor. That sounds right. Something like that. But we could just say Aragorn Daenerys twenty sixteen. I mean, people see that on the ballot, they're gonna go crazy. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna attract the veterans. Uh, his health care plan, not really sure what it's going to involve. It might just be um, stuffing, like, weeds in people's chests <laughs> like he did to Frodo. Well, you know what our health um, plan could be? What's that? Magic. This is true. This is true. You a, don't have... a wizard is going to bring a lot to the table. We are underestimating the power of a wizard. Now, is Katniss... Is, is, so is Harry Potter going to be in charge of the health care plan, and Katniss is just going to do it? Or does Katniss have a health care plan also? Well... Katniss knows the importance of healthcare because her sister was a nurse and you know she's going to hold that close and be like we need to take care of people that's true and she's going to work with her wizard friends and maybe set up a wizard healthcare network based on magic who's going to pay for it well it's magic so <laughs> but in Harry Potter they always say how magic is not like it's like matter you just can't create it it's either they say that all the time but then there's all these destroyed. examples of like just using magic to heal someone this is true. Like fixing glasses or fixing bones. They could regrow bones. That's because they have Skelligrow. Yeah, so exactly. We have Skelligrow. <laughs> I don't know how much it costs to make Skelligrow. That's, That's a fair point. we got to figure out who's paying for it. I, I think people would be willing to shoulder a small tax increase to have magical healing. <laughs> that can grow your bones overnight. Yes. This is true. It'd be a large leap forward, I think. What's uh, Katniss and Potter thinking about the, the military? Well, Kat- stand- Katniss standing military. Katniss probably is pretty pro military. Like she was a fighter herself. She needs. She saw the importance of having a military because she needed to overthrow a tyrannical government. Right. Uh, but she, I think she, her goal was peace. Ultimately, like she's not a warmonger. Right. She just felt like killing it was, people. Well, and leaders. She killed some people, which you ha- which happens in war. I'm <laughs> sure Aragorn's kill? killed yep. many people. Usually orcs who don't speak English. To an extent. I mean, they do in the movies, but they're orcs. I'm losing the orc vote right now. <laughs> they're not going to vote for Aragorn. <laughs> I don't know if they're voting for my people either. So. Yeah, probably not. Aragorn, he definitely is also uh, big in military. And Daenerys currently is huge in military. Yeah, she's... That's what I'm saying. You're, you're, I'd be worried. Like, You're going to be looking at world domination with your ticket. I mean, hey, if it Oh, happens. hey, if you want world domination, vote for them. I'm with you. If you want peace and magical <laughs> healthcare, vote for me. But another very important thing about being president and being a leader of the free world, as Americans like to say we are, is connections. And Aragorn, and especially Daenerys, have connections. They're going to be able to make peace treaties, no problem. They're going to be able to make dealings with other people, no problem. They're going to do just fine. So peace is always going to be an option with them because they have all these connections with other people. They're pretty much all working together. Look at Daenerys' standing force at the end of season six. She has friends all over Westeros and Essos. Just because you have connections doesn't mean you're going to be like pro-peace. But it makes it easy. If you have a lot of connections, though, it makes, in my opinion, fighting less likely to happen. Like if you have a lot of friends, if you're really close with, you're probably going to do your best to make sure that you don't have arguments with them. Like you might have like a united allegiance of different nations you're saying that yeah like, deter a, like a united nations or something or maybe like a league of people maybe like a league of nations or something something along those lines yeah i do i have younger people so i don't know i i am probably at a i have a youth disadvantage for that but yeah you never i mean but harry potter growing up 
has more connections, I'm sure, depending on whatever happens in Cursed Child. <laughs> I'm sure he has connections. I'm sure he, I'm sure he does too. I'm sure Katniss does. I mean, they're good people. Like, and I'm sure we're going to do good with the youth vote, too. Yeah, that's Having true. Having the younger people. You will have the youth vote. Do you think Daenerys would get the youth vote? Oh, maybe. I think she would. She but, might get but, the male but, vote, at least. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, I mean, okay. she's not the head of the ticket. We have to remember that. Yeah. Aragorn is the head Kat, of the ticket. Katniss is, you know, not bad Because you usually don't vote for the vice president. The vice president is just kind of like right. that extra like, cherry on the, top. You're like, oh, okay. I like well, that. in my case, I'm going to heavily promote my magical vice president. <laughs> he does have special powers. He does have special powers. Do you want to throw in the third party candidate and see what happens? Yeah. Do you want to just pick randomly who's going to be running third yeah, party? Third, and, and I think they should have their vice president also. I think that's only fair. All right. Yeah. So. <laughs> the, the Philly fanatic. We have the Philly fanatic as the third party candidate. And <laughs> Professor Xavier. Oh, God. That's an exciting ticket. Oh, God. Would he, be, would he run for the Green Party? Who, the Philly Fanatic? The Philly Fanatic. <laughs> he probably would. <laughs> so in case anyone's not familiar with the Philly Fanatic, he's probably the greatest sports mascot of all time. I think he's been voted that. I think he has. He is the mascot of the Philadelphia Phillies baseball team, and he is, he kind of looks like a Muppet in a way. That's I believe fair. I believe Jim Henson actually created him. I might be wrong, but I think I read that somewhere. And he's hysterical. He's just like a green monster. Except there is a lore behind him. He's from the Galapagos. <laughs> so he could get the Tropical Island vote. Yeah, I don't know if that's a big a big block. He's going to get the youth vote, though. I think he might have a stronger impact on the youth vote. Well, I think his his main fan base might be too young to vote. Ooh, that's a good point. That is a very good point. And the Phillies aren't winning a lot right now. Right, so so would that might... transfer over to him that I think he wouldn't so. be winning a lot? I think so. Yeah. But Professor Xavier, that's intriguing. We have some pretty strong vice presidents going on over we here. Do. Daenerys, Professor VP Xavier, office. and Harry Potter. Professor Xavier, he, this is tough because he might be able to read into the minds of both of our candidates, <laughs> and he would know what our plan is. So he might be able to relay that back to the Philly fanatic. The disadvantage the Philly fanatic has, though, he cannot communicate. Verbally. I don't. I don't believe he can speak English. No, but he is able to rile up a crowd. He can make sounds and dance and stick and his tongue out. Stick his tongue out. But it's going to be a disadvantage. as a leader, you should be able to get a crowd going, <laughs> which he can do no problem. So yeah, I, that's going to, I don't know, that's going to hurt him. I think he might come across as kind of silly. Not serious, not a serious candidate. Maybe that's true, Maybe too. that's why he has his vice, though. To kind of offset it, in a way? Maybe. I think so. He'd do porn a debate with his lack of speech. I don't know, though. Maybe? You're not, yeah, well, he might do okay in the current he real could, presidential debate. <laughs> Clinton versus Trump versus Philly fanatic. It'd be entertaining to say I the least. I would love to see that. It'd be entertaining to say the least. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think of anything else to say before we wrap up. Any last arguments about their platforms, their plans? What are the big issues that face Americans today? Uh, what about um, stance on terrorism? A lot of people are afraid. This is true. I mean, Aragorn would be strong. He would probably see the orc attack that happened on Gondor as an act of terror. Um, so I'm sure he fortified Gondor right up. They built have some walls. Built some walls. They have. They do. They um, Gondor does have a good communication network with Rohan. So in case there is an attack, they can signal the fires. But then they just have to show up, which can take a little bit. <laughs> but at least they have something in play. Um, or I mean, if you have Daenerys. Daenerys can fly true to wherever needs to be done but yeah Aragorn's 
definitely, definitely heavy on anti-terror. And what do you think about immigration? Immigration is a big topic in America right now. I think Professor X would be uh, pretty open because he deals with discrimination all the time with his mutants. This is true. Uh, Katniss and Katniss and Harry Potter. Well, there's discrimination in the magician world. I'm sorry, the there's wizard world. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, for against against muggles and uh, pure blood, mud bloods, not, not pure blood. Yeah, all that stuff. All that. Yeah, so, so I mean, Harry's lives with that because he grew up muggle. He did he, grow up muggle. His mom, his mother was a mud blood. So, so he's technically, I guess you could. He is a full blood, pure blood, but is he does have mud blood in him? I guess you could say. Yeah, I forget how that works. Yeah. So he's probably going to be open to immigration. He's going to. I don't. I see him being, you know, tolerant of other cultures and stuff. Yeah, I see that too. And Candace as well. Maybe. Oh. I don't know. I hope so. Uh-oh. She's a little tougher. And she she grew up in like a very segregated country where everyone lived in a certain numbered area yeah and you didn't really go between them yeah do you think candace is going to raise taxes lower taxes keep them the same the wealthy i don't is she going to charge the capital more taxes because <laughs> they're like the, they're like the be, one the one percent she probably would be more willing to tax the rich i think you're right yeah aragorn i don't know i don't think he's gonna t- like i don't even know if they have taxes in the middle <laughs> earth so but, I mean, if we're saying we're applying them into our real world, I don't know if Aragorn's really going to have a tax plan. If if, if he, he probably didn't have to worry about that in his life very much. If Daenerys is bringing in the people she knows, I think Tyrion would be a really good Secretary of Treasurer or Treasury or even Secretary of State. I think he'd be pretty good with that, too. But, yeah. I can't think of any uh, any other topics, unless you can think of something. I don't know. I don't, uh... I don't think so. Yeah. We covered some covered some big issues. Yeah. Well, let's just say tonight's debate's going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm very interested to see it. You'll be watching the debate and not Monday Night Football? No, I'm going to watch the debate. Because I honestly think that this is going to be a historical moment. Because it's just kind of crazy the way our election has turned out this year. Both sides. Yeah. Because you have people with historically high disapproval ratings the first and second most disliked candidates yeah exactly so and that's why i kind of want to do this episode because americans are at the point right now where they just kind of want to pull names out of a hat and let them be the candidates at this point so it's like hey you know what let's just pull names out of a hat and see what would happen so yeah that's it anything else you want to add before we wrap up uh no nothing cool everdeen potter 2016 and Aragorn, son of Arathorn, and Daenerys Targaryen, 2016. And Philly Fanatic, Professor Xavier, 2016 also. Green Party. Green Party, take it. So, as always, there's going to be a Twitter poll for this episode. Please go online and vote for that. Uh, if you have not done so already, leave us a review on iTunes or on Podbean. We would really, really appreciate that. Thank you to all of you who have uh, subscribed on Podbean. I think we're close to 200 now, actually, Chris. Uh, subscribers yeah that's Podbean. fantastic yeah it's great so um we really really appreciate all of our fans i actually got a um facebook message the other day from a fan suggesting a new fight so i wrote it down and we'll see if we can work it out into our uh agenda uh for the month of october and going into november we're gonna have some halloween slash election themed episodes just because that's kind of the culture right now in america between halloween and the election in november so um, that's kind of what we're looking at. So if you keep sending us suggestions, please do so, and we will work it into the schedule as we move forward. Uh, Chris, 
Anything you want to say before we head out? Nope. No. I want to see how the people vote. I know. So like we said, check Twitter. Please vote. All right? And as always, please subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. And here's Bud Black with his comments about mascots. I think he does a good job. I think his interaction with his interaction with the crowd uh, is good. But I, I but are you kidding me? The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.